the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today, Abraham's intervention for Sodom and Gomorrah. No doubt he knew people in those cities. He may have done business with some. And he cared for them in spite of their paganism and depravity. And that's a good example for us that we need to be concerned for the blessing and welfare of the world around us. Even though we may not approve of what they do or might suffer some persecution for righteousness sake. A compassion for the lost. That is our topic today on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Welcome to our program. We are back in Genesis chapter 18 verses 16 through 33 and it's judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. But Abraham standing in the gap. With more, here's Pastor Leighton on today's Study Verse by Verse. These verses confirm the fact that God is not ignorant of any wickedness. He is not indifferent to the cry of the oppressed. When Cain killed Abel, God said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So God says that the righteous cry out and he hears them. Now, we might be unaware of injustice, but not one injustice has ever been done that is unnoticed by God. Not one sin has ever failed to cry out to him. This is what Dr. James Montgomery Boyce wrote. He said, I, I I think I hear the cry of a child, wretched, hurt, and terrified, being beaten by a drunken father. And there's another cry. It's the cry of an old man being assaulted by a gang of tough street youths. I hear his painful cries. They beat him around the face and shoulders. There's the cry of a teenage girl being raped in an abandoned car. And there, the cry of a wife abandoned by her husband. I hear the cry of a broken man so trapped by our dehumanizing welfare system that he has given up. I hear the cry of sinful pleasures, the raucous cries of, in the thousands of bars that scar the faces of our cities, the cries of prostitutes and those who patronize them, the soft cries of drug addicts, the arrogant cries of those who have been able to defeat their enemies or ruin their competitors. But wait, these cries are only a fraction of those millions of cries that are rising every minute of every day from every street, in every city and village of our land, cries that are all heard by God, felt by God. God knows everything. And the Lord responded in a fashion to describe that he was personally going down to make sure that the, what he'd heard was true and And, of course, that was to assure Abraham that he was going to base his judgment on accurate information. He even sent his angels on a fact-finding mission. 
to gather information he already knew because God knows everything. Verse 22. The men turned away and went towards Sodom. But Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike, alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham spoke up again. Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than 50? Will you destroy the whole city because of five people? If I find 45 there, he said, I will not destroy it. Once again, he spoke to him. What if only 40 are found there? He said, for the sake of 40, I will not do it. And he said, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Abraham said, now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only 20 can be found there? He said, for the sake of 20. I will not destroy it. Then he said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only ten can be found there? He answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. And when the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left. And Abraham returned home. Abraham belongs to that select company of God's people known as intercessors. People like Moses and Samuel, Elijah and Jeremiah, the apostles, and the Lord himself. In fact, even now, the Lord's present ministry is intercession. He's interceding on our behalf at the throne of God. And he's given to us the ministry of reconciliation. The Apostle Paul wrote, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Since we are called to be intercessors for our generation, what then can we learn from Abraham's example? Well, nowhere does Abraham challenge God's evaluation of Sodom's moral condition. That judgment's not up for debate. Nor does he at any point turn to Sodom to urge repentance. But rather, he turns to God and asks for divine mercy. And in so doing, he becomes the pattern 
for following intercessors. It says, Abraham drew near to the Lord. And the Hebrew word there means to come into court to argue a case. Abraham drew near to the Lord. Now, we must not get the idea that Abraham argued with the Lord because that was not what took place. He was very humble before the Lord as he presented his case. And his case was based on the justice of God. Shall not the judge of the earth do right? And he believed that a just and holy God would not destroy righteous believers with the wicked unbelievers. And he believed that Lot was righteous. Now, with what we know, what little we know of Lot, based on what's given us in Scripture, we probably would not draw that conclusion. The only way we can draw the conclusion that Lot was considered righteous is because of what the Apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter chapter 2, where Lot was identified as righteous. And so Abram's first concern was for Lot and his family, but he also demonstrated a godlike compassion for others. No doubt he knew people in those cities. He may have done business with some. And he cared for them in spite of their paganism and depravity. And that's a good example for us that we need to be concerned for the blessing and welfare of the world around us. Even though we may not approve of what they do or might suffer some persecution for righteousness sake. Dr. Henry Morris applies the chapter like this. He said, the modern world, America in particular, has had the witness of the Christian gospel for a long time, but mankind has rejected it and is descending into a morass of corruption and wickedness even greater than that of the pagan world before Christ. He has assured mankind through his word that they will soon be coming to judgment. Until then... His people have the responsibility of intercessory prayer for lost men and of a consistent spiritual witness to them, warning them of the wrath to come. In particular, as was true of Abraham, it is especially true that believers command their children to keep the way of the Lord, that we raise our children to know and love Christ Jesus. It's important that we never underestimate the importance of even a small number of believers. If there had only been 10 righteous in that city, the city would have been spared. Your personal witness today is important to God, no matter how insignificant you may think you are. The Lord would have shown mercy to that city if there had been anyone upon whom he could bestow it. And that displays the heart of God. And because God hears all and knows all, judgment is coming upon nations, including ours, as sure as God is righteous and just. But there is an eternal judgment for individuals that we don't have to endure because of what God has done for us through Christ our Savior. Jesus, Abraham's seed, did what Abraham could never do. He became sin on the cross, bearing the unrighteousness and injustices of those who come to him in faith. Our sins were placed on Christ on the cross. 
And Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. On that cross, Christ suffered the wrath of God's righteous judgment in order to redeem us from our sins. The Apostle Paul said, For our sake, he was made sin, he was he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And so the question is, have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? If not, and you would like to speak with somebody, we stand ready to take your call or email. The best place to start if you'd like to reach out to us and talk to somebody about your relationship with Jesus would be our website, highlands.us. You'll find the rest of our contact information there. That's highlands.us, highlands.us. It is also the place that you'll find information about Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, when we meet, where we meet, and who we are. Highlands.us. Reach out to us there, won't you? And then come back and join us tomorrow as we will close out the week in our survey of Genesis, here on Study Verse by Verse with our teacher and pastor, Leighton Sheely. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.